This is a HeadGum Original. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available... On digital, Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. You're off. Um, let's see. You're off. <laughs> you're off. You're flat. Um, hey, everyone. You're listening to RuPaul's Drag Race's only podcast. It is the only podcast in the world that covers RuPaul's Drag Race. Only outlet that's talking about Drag Race as a phenomenon. Holy shit, what a privilege for you to be listening. I am so, I'm Anu Agapian. I'm so delighted to be joined by the one and only Drag Race alum, Drag Race Vegas diva, season 14 Snatch Game winner, Miss Deja Sky. Oh my God, it's me. Hello. It's you, Deja. What the, what the hell are you doing in here on this day? Girl, we are here to talk the mess. We are here to talk about everything except for Drag Race, and I'm here for it. <laughs> Living. Okay, well, can we? I do want to talk to you about Drag Race Vegas because I just saw you in the show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, that was fun. Did you love it? I loved it. I had such. I, okay, I've seen the show twice. That show was even better than the first time I saw it. Ooh, was it because of my presence? I have to admit it was. Um, it was I mean, you all were just a stacked-ass cast. Like you, Latrice hosting, unbelievable. Yeah, amazing. Like she's so good at bullshitting and then being like, okay, we're, going, we're getting back to the show. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's the thing about being a host is obviously there's so many variables. Like they have an earpiece. They have to be very like weary of everything around them. But if you can just go off the cuff and be like, ooh, and then segue into the next thing, that's how you know you're a good host. You got to be listening, right? Listen. Yes, she's listening. <laughs> she's fucking around with people. She's roasting people, but not in the way that she's so magical at it. I mean, it was you. Coco's amazing doing her Janet number. Um, yeah. I love Pangina. Holy shit. Love she was wonderful. Pangina. Love Pangina. Amazing. And then it was you, and then it was Jada and Derek. Jada Sophia yeah. <laughs> is... My favorite part of that cast, because she is, ah! just like in real life, she is doing her own thing. Kooky. Kooky. When she comes out with the shake weight, and she's just, what? It's so funny. And then to me, my favorite part of the entire show is during the lip sync when she turns around, she's like, oh, my tits are on backwards. That, to me, 
was everything. She was having way too much fun. Like there's a moment yeah. where like um um the, the the mirror song that like really touching mirror song. Yeah. She was having too much fun on stage and like in a distracting way where I was like, Jada, someone's like spilling their heart over there. Like stop doing mirror uh, prop work. Cat wig, and she's over here brushing <laughs> no hair. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or she was like writing messages in the fake mirror and I was like, oh my God, she's she's having fun. She doesn't care about uh, whatever her. else. Oh my God. I love and her. Then, she's, she's a Taurus sister, so we get along like Taurus. Like yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. She's so funny. She she for the meet and greet, she brought a slide whistle. <laughs> Does she do that she every was, night? No, she uh so she wanted to bring it out for the lip sync thing. Um, so whenever I twerk, she was like, I'm gonna go like but she just didn't bring it out. But it's totally fine. <laughs> she's just she's so funny and we Everyone gets on me about my dad jokes, but me and Yada literally we kiki because we have stupid dad jokes, like dumb yeah. dad jokes. And we're pretty much the only ones laughing at our own jokes. But honestly, that's fine. That is the key to life. Laugh at your own jokes. Yeah. Because no one else is going to. <laughs> yes. You have to be your own biggest fan. I mean, if you're Absolutely. not. It sounds so corny, but really, like if you're not your own fan, like how do you expect some stranger to be your fan? Sure. Yeah. I, I mean, and that's the main thing. That's how you don't become um, complacent. That's how you don't rest on your laurels. You really are always looking for what's the next, next thing. And you're going to push yourself. No one else is going to do that. Cause I'm stubborn. I don't know about y'all, but I'm very stubborn. Mm -hmm. And so until I see it with mm -hmm. my own eyes, yeah. then I'll adjust. You know, that's obviously with seeing yourself on TV or my YouTube channel or on stage. I like, I'm the type of person where I'll watch my performances back or my hosting back or whatever back just to be like, mm -hmm. okay, let's adjust that. Let's move those things. Yeah. Cause drag is your personal thing. It's, it's your art form. So anyone telling you otherwise is very, to me, I go into like alert, like, Ooh, Ooh, Ooh. I go into like kill bill sirens. Like, Ooh, Ooh. yeah. Don't tell yeah. me about my drag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that moment. Okay, I yeah. love that. I love that you're perfecting your thing and you're kind of growing your your everything you do right now. Like you're just growing your yeah. presence with like talk to me about that. Like you're doing YouTube, you're doing makeup. Mm -hmm. Tell talk to me more. Yeah, so I mean, everyone says it. Like I'm really inspired by people like Willem, mm -hmm. people like Bob that really took their online presence to the nth degree off drag race because they always say it's what you do after is how you achieve longevity. It's how you achieve, you know, that everlasting thing. It's not just a 15 minute, you know, cause mm -hmm. there's always, they're busting these seasons out. What? 10 a year now. Like oh my, you have I, to kinda, I think there's more it, than that. It's insane. To me, what was insane was I think after, I think after Willow was crowned, there was like three or four more winners within like two months. And I was like, yeah. okay. So like, like, it's it's pretty crazy and like in drag race live they say losing is a new winning mm -hmm. and it's kind of tea because winning doesn't mean right as much as it meant yes back then winning now is just a cash prize yes and you know you obviously get opportunity but again it's always whatever you make out of it mm -hmm. that's why going on like i was like it's fine if i don't win at least i'm here at, at least i'm getting myself shown to the world and then i'll make a path for myself and I always thought that like I had good makeup but being on Drag Race and seeing the reception from everyone I was like oh you have great makeup like let's take it into yeah. that like direction and then there's nothing more than people love than seeing two alum interact that's their favorite thing in the world yeah. that's why 
Yeah. Katya and Trixie, Bob and Mon- like yeah. they loved people like interacting. So then when I did Death Advice Asia and it's taken off slowly but surely, I'm like, okay, we 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 have something here. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you you have a couple things like you cover with Deja Analysis. There's like Deja Views. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like so, yeah. <laughs> but I love that. I love that you're like experimenting yeah. with all of it. You want to keep it all like all the balls up in the air and see what. What's I do. Fun. I yeah, I do. I think that it's very easy to um, go into a niche, which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. But I think in order to have a bigger audience, the niche just can't technically be just drag. I mean, it totally can. Sorry, anything. But I think that I'm trying oh, cancel to her. Really... Cancel her. Right? I'm, t- I'm on X. I'm on X.com oh. canceling you. Not X. I hate X. Um, okay, keep going. Right. It's so dumb. Well, Threads was a bust too, anyways. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. Like, I'm the person where I, I don't have ADHD, but I feel like I do sometimes. Um, <laughs> I just get bored. So yeah. to me, it's like, like when I do a day analysis of an entire season, that doesn't bore me because it's like new content, right? It's like every week, something new. And then with the Dusted by Deja, it's a new person. But if I, I just don't want to be that person that just is only doing this or only doing that. It's, it's getting me views. It's getting me, you know, notoriety, but I want it. But I also want to do things that I really, 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 really love to do. You know? Yeah. To me, I, I rarely painted anything. rarely painted anyone but i was like you know what people were asking for it and i really enjoy it so i was like okay let me go there and then let me kind of take this moment to do that but i was a super fan of drag race before i was on drag race so inevitably it's kind of going to be drag race related in some iteration you know but i have so many questions one i want you're talking about face and like obviously like everyone has different styles like what do you think your philosophy is to face to, to makeup. You know what I mean? Like, is, is yeah. it? Yeah. Talk to me. Dramatic, dramatic is, is what I go for. Colorful mm-hmm. and dramatic. I mean, that's, that's my presence. That's my visual aesthetic. That's mm-hmm. my personality. I, I just feel like being colorful and dramatic is the way to go. Like I love a really bold eye, something that someone is going to be like, Oh my God, I love, you know, and that could be a wig choice. That could be an outfit. That could be Mm -hmm. a shoe. That could be anything, you know? And I really, I'm the type of person where my personality comes through with what I'm wearing or my makeup skills or my hair and stuff like that. Like I, I, I will dabble in subtlety, Mm -hmm. but it still has the Deja twist. And, and again, I am not that person that really listens to what other people do. So when I just, when I chose to not do brows, and then mm-hmm. I do brows here and there. Mm-hmm. People automatically go into like, oh, did someone? And I'm like, no, I just wanted to put on brows one day. Like, yeah, just, I just wanted to put on brows. Like, there's nothing wrong with that, you know. But I think that now, because I have such a um, distinct face that maybe when I go off the beaten path, a lot of people go like, oh, where's that? You know, right. But, but again, about? I get bored. I get bored, so I always try to change something up in my face. I've yeah. learned to not I've learned to not be afraid of the face shape because mm. I don't really contour and carve anymore. I oh. do like the bull's eye. I feel like the bull's eye and the big lashes, mm-hmm. mama, that's what it is. But my face <laughs> is very blended. Like I try to go for that blended kind of look just because I'm not afraid of it, you know. I fucking I'm love fan. it. I'm fine with having a fat face and a fat body. I'm fine with that. I mean, it keeps... <laughs> look, everyone's putting fat back into their faces. 
Like, hello, exactly. like George Clooney. D- George, we right. saw the work. Don't pretend like you didn't get work. We fucking saw okay. it. Was good. It's good work. I, you know it's who else good. got work? Who? Freaking, um, what's his name? I don't like him anymore. Um, <laughs> I don't like him. Drastic, what's the one from Jurassic World? Chris, Chris, Chris. Oh, uh, Pratt. Girl, Pratt? he got work done. Mama really? the Botox and the really? filler. Oh, Ooh, I got to look him up. He's a bad man. Um, He's terrible. He's he bad. is terrible. He like, destroyed he Anna Ferris's thought, heart. Get out of like, here. For, for, and said he basically, and like, it's funny to me when people don't see like what's going on. They're just like, oh, they just happened to divorce. And then he got remarried no. a year later. That doesn't happen, mama. He got popular. Yeah. And became a sex symbol. Yes. And then he was like, oh, I need to try this out, honey. Yes. Let me put on. We see you. That's fucked up. And see, that's why gay men are better. Because when gay men do that, they're like, hey, honey, can I go fuck this stranger? (laughs) I love you and I want to be in a relationship with you. Can I go fuck this stranger? And then the queer partner's like, yeah, you can go fuck a stranger. Just come back after. Sure, absolutely. That's the thing is gay people invented open relationships because <sighs> we naturally just are whores. So. Yeah, we are whores. But it turns out penises are fun. And penises when your are penis, very fun. When your penis touches something else, it feels good too, did you know? Really good. Now, <laughs> I used to not really like touching. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I want to. I have so much to talk about. I do want to talk about, like, talking about, like, dra- let's talk about drag race stuff. Let's talk about the stupidity of it. Let's talk about the stupidity of, like, what fans say about season 14. Like, how have you weathered, like, the way stupid drag race fans are like, season 14? Nah, nah, nah. What do you, you do know- with that? Okay, so I remember during our season, or no, during our season was airing, we got a lot of flat for, you know, oh, it's a long season, blah, 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 even though we were the normal. You season. didn't write the season? But I know, but I do remember, I do recall, I think I was talking to Daya or someone, and I said, I think that in a couple of years, our season will be looked at fondly. Like our season will be like, oh, that yes. was a comfort season or that. And that happened quicker than I thought. It's literally this year after season 15 aired. Season 15 was great, but after season 15 aired, then the really truly love was coming out there yeah. like oh, season 14 like this and that and i love this and i love that so i think for me i love that people are finally giving the love to season 14 you know i mean i'm not saying you agree. have it but i'm just saying that i'm glad that people are opening their eyes to seeing what a loving season obviously people automatically go to well there wasn't this and you know there wasn't that much drama and there wasn't this and blah 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 you can have a season with just you know, a friendship season and have people that you like and care about. Obviously there was drama, like every season had drama, but maybe it wasn't to your nth degree. And people irritate the, can I cuss? Oh my God. If you don't cuss, I'll kick you off. People irritate the fuck out of me because the same people that say, where's the drama are the same people to tweet someone that's causing drama death. Yeah. The same people. There was a contestant actually two contestants on season 15, right? Mm-hmm. That people were talking so much crap about. Then mm-hmm. the season was over. Then they wanted to crazy defend them. I'm like, you can't have it both ways. Yeah. You can't either you be pick. a chill fan. Yeah. Have your favorites and move the fuck on. Yeah. But you cannot be an evil cunt. And yeah. then 
because everyone else is liking them, being like, oh my God, drag race can't be your only personality. That's called a cult. Period. Okay. Period. Drag race Period. cannot be your only personality. You have Period. to have a mind. And like to me, I was actually talking about the drag queen about this. Um, I've I heard of her. That, uh-huh. You know, uh-huh. I said that with drag race fans, I feel like they have a hive mindset, which is whatever my favorite thinks, that's what I think. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you can so you can do things out of the norm and you can like other people. I think for me, my main issue from the fan base was the fact that they just overlooked me because there was another uh, cornbread. She was the favorite. She was the fan mm-hmm. favorite. She was the bigger personality. But mm-hmm. then they overlooked me right. because on paper, we're the same person, even though we're nothing alike. Mm-hmm. She has her sense of humor. I have my sense of humor. She has an aesthetic. I have my aesthetic. But for some reason, people can't compute. I mean, they'll put seven white twinkie drag queens in a row and love them all. Oh my God, let the church say. But they they can't like let two plus size people of color have their moments. And that to me was the most frustrating part. But people are slowly coming around and you know, it's easier said than done, but you kind of just have to- What you're saying is so true. I'm I'm sorry, it's just just so true. It's like, and it's just just racism. But I, I just want, if any Drag Race fan is listening, I want you to continue to challenge the way you allow white queens and drag performers to be idiosyncratic and specific and oh. part of different communities. Um, right. But queens of color, like you have to be the queen of color. You have to be that. Like, yeah. girl, it's it's been happening for years. Look at Naomi Campbell. She was the token black queen. There was mm-hmm. room for no one else. That mm-hmm. is the most infuriating part. Is like you can allow. We had Bosco Daya. Camden, uh, Willow, Jasmine, you gave love, gave love, 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 and don't compare them ever. But mm-hmm. then you see someone like me and Cornbread who are plus size and, and people of color that are humorous. And mm-hmm. then it's like, well, I only like one of them. It's like, right, girl, right. Huh, you can like an entire cast. Tokenism. No I know. It's tokenism. It's, it's ignorance. It's just so interesting. Yeah, it's like that you have a yeah. you have a sense of humor that is like kind of cerebral, and you even said like that's a fun mm-hmm. thing. Even like yeah. dad jokey, whatever you whatever. Like I don't you know there you have so many kinds of senses of humor, but like that mm-hmm. like that can't be appreciated because they just want you to be X. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's and and the same thing is no, she couldn't have one on her, she couldn't have one songs on her own. Everyone else had to be bad. It's mm-hmm. very just like you can't let a bitch have a moment. You can't <laughs> let me breathe. It's always, it's always but. Yes. She did this, but blah, 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 but. It's like, no, bitch, just let me have my moment. So You're I mean so it, and, right. again, it's getting better, but during the season, it was a it was it was hard. It was difficult. And I didn't even have it horribly bad. It was just more or less a misconception type of thing. Mm-hmm. So you bring up yeah it's it's so goddamn true and and in just like two more years people will be like oh that was iconic because the season gave us so many surprises and i think sometimes these fans yeah. they they don't like surprises and then in retrospect like oh that was kind of iconic that drag race was trying weird shit out like mm-hmm. like literally uh i was born at a young age it's still trending i see it all the time on tiktok I it's see it everywhere but did people- you come up with that line Maddie came up with, I was born at a young age, and then I snowballed on top of That is really funny. Yeah. So, but none of that matters. <laughs> like, none of that matters. Care. You'll You'll say stuff like, um, oh, well, she, just, she won Snatch Game by saying the same thing over and over. 
Mm. So there's so many other people that won Snatch Game. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> yeah. You, if, if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? It's just, it's just one of those things. I mean, again, I continue to tell myself it could be so much worse. I am literally part of a management that loves me. I've been able to tour the world. I've been able to live comfortably. So I just continue to tell myself it could be worse. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, hoping that's why I wanted the social media presence is to, um, for people to perceive me in the light that I know myself of. I'm not just an up person. I'm not a down person. I'm chill and I have, you know, ebbs and slows. So I wanted people to see me in the edit that I wanted. Not saying Drag Race didn't. It's just people will look at an edit on Drag Race and know that and feel like that's your only personality. But that's what's so weird about being a queen in the spotlight is you have to put yourself out there continually, continually, Mm -hmm. continually. And whether people love you or hate you, you kind of have to throw both of that, all of it away. Because you still have to just keep honoring you. Yeah, and there's people that will, I I know plenty of queens that will just feed into that character because that's what people love. But for me, I don't want to be remembered as someone who gave into what society wanted. I want to be in I wanted to be remembered as someone who was one a, a, a great drag queen, but someone who paved the way for herself as opposed to, you know, I'm just relying on this and I'm just relying on that. I feel like yeah. that's like a detriment. You you kind of want to pave your way and you kind of like I want the world to see the real me. I don't want them to think of, oh, she's the that person. I want her to think, you know, I'm me. So. Yeah. So fucking true. So fucking true. Okay. <laughs> we have more questions for you, but first we got to take a break. So. Okay. <gasps> Silence, Deja Sky. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like taking a break. This HeadGum Podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. That is right. Uh, from grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, even the friends of your life, every mom loves an Aura Frame. Holy shit, even aunts? Yes, especially aunts. Oh, wow. Because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these Aura Frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an Aura Frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there. And you know what? You can update it with an app. So every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. Headgum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm-hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code HEADGUM at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last minute gift for like your boo. Sometimes money just 
can be, uh, dare I say, complicated. Well, worry not because earning helps you get your money today as opposed to later. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, wake up because earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. You can get up to $100 per day or $750 per pay period. Earning is used by over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability. So why don't you go ahead and download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Drag Her Under Podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's Drag Her Under Podcast. Get some extra dough. Have a little fun. And don't wait for your employer to give you your money, honey. Earning is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Bring back... My break. We are back here with Deja getting stupid, talking <laughs> about it all. Deja, why are you funny? When did you get funny? Have you been funny? I always like uh, to ask funny people, like, when were you as an, a kid or adolescent when you were like, damn, I might be funny? You know, the, they say this all the time. Humor comes from a dark place. Of course. I didn't have, I didn't have the most amazing childhood. So mm-hmm. I think that humor was that escapism. And I was always, not always, but towards uh, like middle, like uh, middle school, kind of fifth grade, middle school, high school. That's when I turned into kind of that like class clown. And mm-hmm. it was because I was going through a lot of home stuff that wasn't the best. So then I used school as the outlet to kind of, I don't know, like I guess hearing people laugh. I've always loved the the sound of laughter and the mm-hmm. sound of, Oh, I got someone. So I think that's where it came from. Could you imagine hating, hating the sound of laughter? Could you imagine? (laughs) Just being like, oh my God, no. I can't imagine that, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I 100% get that. When, you know, you get that that positive feedback, especially when sometimes Mm. you're getting not positive feedback in other areas because our world is... I mean, pick a word. Racist, you know, size phobic, pick a word. Girl, Um, everything in the world. I will say... I never in my lifetime thought I would ever see a pandemic. I never thought I would see a fucking celebrity in the White House. I never thought I would see the George Floyd incident. I never thought it. There's so many things that I'm like, there's no way that that would happen in my generation. And then it yeah. really did. Now I'm just, I'm ready for anything and everything, girl. I'm, I'm not surprised I'm by anything. I'm <laughs> I am fully, oh. bitch, you look weathered. You're in the movie Twister because you look weathered. <laughs> Going. Yeah, no, say? surely. I feel like any anything can happen and anyone is capable of anything. That's what I, mean, I feel like that's the world. A current presidential for- front runner is fighting jail. Like this shit is not real anymore. You know, I I there's polls coming out that he uh, he actually is not the front runner. He's not even the like he's, really? he's not the front runner. There's and and the polls came out from Fox News which you okay. know is on the GOP side. The polls actually sure. came out that he actually is not the front runner. He Who? has like... J- J- Donald Trump Duck? He's not the front runner. Interesting. He's not the front runner. 
I mean, think I'm you, you mean for that their out. side or for the whole picture? For their side. Okay. Wow. They got but a I lot of clowns. This. Yeah. I will say this that Democrats, for the most part, well, actually, Democrats in general, we are not a cult. Okay. This uh-huh. is going to all the, all the conservatives out there. We all don't of my conservative go- drag her listeners, listen up. Deja's talking. <laughs> we do not have to go out to every fucking rally. We do not have to go out to anything. The only thing that we have to do is vote. Period. And that's all we're doing. We don't need to show the world. Again, being a Democrat is not our personality. Okay. No. Being a Trump hater, maybe. But being a Democrat <laughs> is not our personality. So to me, it's just like a no-brainer. Like people are just going to show up when it's time to show up, mail in their ballots, and that's it. Moving on. Period. No. <laughs> Period. It's like the, this This girl's already been canceled. How much more can we talk about her? She's canceled. Girl. She's done. It's not going to happen. She's done. But, Your you know, is- that's what happens when you made racists be okay to be racist. Period. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm excited for Gen Z. It feels like their America might be pretty cute. But in the meantime. Yeah. Um, you. Also, what? they were the reasons why. That, like, because Gen Z are trolls. And the, I love in them. the best possible way. I love like, them. Like they were doing what um I know there was one huge event where they like RSVP'd they got, like yes. twelve thousand tickets yes. and no one Yes, um I know exactly what you're talking about. That's I was like iconic. perfect. Iconic, iconic behavior. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get into, t- I, I could talk to you about everything forever, but I do want to know, you know, this, we call this pod Fuck My Drag, um, when uh-huh. we invite our drag race legends on to talk about something not drag race for once in their goddamn life. Yay. So, fuck my drag, right? Tell me about something you're obsessed with that does not have to do with drag race. Something I'm obsessed with. You like, you love, you're into truly anything. TV show, uh, animals, um, anything. Well, I'm still into um, hentai porn, so there's that. <laughs> there's that. Work. Um, <laughs> Talk to me. Uh, my favorite thing, I don't know, I'm so chill. My favorite thing to do right now actually is watching recaps of movies that I will never see in its entirety. It's, Ooh, I love this. Yeah. So there's like, there's quite a few, because I can't sit down unless I'm really intrigued by a movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'll go on YouTube and I'll type in blah, 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 recap. And you'll see the pretty much the entirety of the movie in like a 15 minute thing. You are and you're kidding. Like, okay. And then most of the time I will go back and actually watch the movie. I'll be like, oh, this actually seems interesting. So I kind of like So you spoil it. yourself to hell. You but you want to make sure you're just, gonna like the journey. Yes, because I'm not gonna that's why I don't get into like series. Series is series is 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 series is 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 she already done series is is yeah (laughs) like I could sit through like Wednesday that was like what seven episodes but Mm. I can't get involved in a law because I I know myself I will want to go back and I don't have the time to go back sure did you watch Succession I didn't watch Succession you might want to consider it but again it's tough because the buy-in is white billionaires right which is like bummer you lost me <laughs> it's a no so for me. Um, yeah. For those reasons, I'm watch, out. I did watch Strangers, uh, Stranger Things season four. Okay, I missed it. And I missed it. Was, it. it was it was pretty iconic. But then, <laughs> what? Then I watched a three hour recap of the first. <laughs> ah, I'm I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. I y'all, I just I don't know. I just. 
I don't have the time. I guess I'm becoming more impatient, but I just don't have the time to just Mm -hmm. sit through a series. And I'm the type of person where I'll lose sleep because I'm staying up till 5 a.m. Because I don't want to like, oh, what's the next episode? I've done that. I know myself. See? I've done that. Wait, do you watch trailers? Because I, if I know I'm going to watch a movie, I try to avoid the trailer because I think the trailer takes everything away. Yeah, I didn't watch not one Barbie trailer, um, Mm -hmm. especially Marvel, anything Marvel, because I love Marvel. Anything Marvel, I do not watch the trailers because I will get my hopes up one or they just give way too much. Like when did literally trailers have become recaps? Yeah, 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 fully. Yeah, it's like, like, especially for rom-coms, you're like, I know every fucking beat now. (laughs) Um, (laughs) What's your favorite Marvel like entity? Storm. Storm. She inspired, like, she inspired me to be like that badass kind of drag queen. Like, is that why you're called uh, Deja Sky? I think it is. What? <laughs> no. Um, but Storm in general, I just always looked up to one. I saw myself in her. Obviously, I'm a melanated, you know, person. Mm-hmm. So I saw myself in her, and I, and I love that she was the leader, and I love that she was a strong female. So mm-hmm. I kind of like made the persona off of that. I know when I first started doing drag, I was, a, I think I was a little too much, like a little too in your face and a little too like confident. What you mean? You know, but you, I was a bit, I was a bit <laughs> like my first year of drag because mm-hmm. I felt like I had to prove myself. You okay, know, like I, I felt see. like I didn't want to go into it having anyone walk all over me and then, and then, and then. And mm-hmm. so, and then you just level out. You start becoming at one an adult, and then you start becoming kind of just like more confident into yourself internally, mm-hmm. as opposed to having to. Girl, I know fifty-five year old drag queens that are still that not the good kind of confident. They're that yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. projection, like defensive. Re- like when girl. a dog barks at you because they're trapped in the cage. Yes, yeah. and I'm like, th- there are people out there like that I'm like, who are you still proving yourself to? Right. You are 105 years old. <laughs> who are you? Pro- Girl, you don't need to prove yourself to anyone. And I yeah. feel like they're still proving themselves to themselves. Like, absolutely. I feel like they're trying it's coming to, from inside. Yes. They're trying to project how they truly feel on the inside to other people. Like, like, I don't know if they've been hurt. I don't know what's going on, but I don't have time for it. And honestly, for me, the best response and I just learned this and I use it a lot. Okay. When someone tries to come for you out of nowhere, like I understand if we're kikiing, that's it. Sure. But if someone comes out, out I know of nowhere you, aggressive, I know what you're going to say. You're going to be like, oh my God, can you say that again? <laughs> and then they go like, they, they'll either say it again to be a bitch or they'll move it on. And I'm like, oh, okay, I was just making sure because I don't know if you like trying to hurt my feelings or right. you have to make sure it's in front of everyone. You can't do it. Yeah. By themselves because then they know to either not fuck with you again or yeah, other people funny. will see how they really are. And then you're like, problem solved. That you is know? so interesting. <laughs> That's like a metaphor of like, you know, like, cause they're baiting you. Right. Yeah. So it's like, they're they putting out that. the line. They want, they want that same thing with fans. They want you to comment back. They yeah, want yeah, you yeah, to yeah. give them that satisfaction. But when that you is put so stuff funny. Like, when you put stuff like, okay, or gotcha, yeah. they don't know what to say because they want a rebuttal. So when you just leave it as a sentence done, period, 
then they're like, well, that's not what I wanted. So I'm going to go on another thing, you know? I'm here for this metaphor. It's like, imagine if a fish, imagine if a literal fish handed you back your hook and went, here you go. Imagine you'd how how flummoxed you'd be if you were like, be like, damn, you read me, bitch. You. Yeah. yeah. And so and so that's the main thing is you either embarrass them in front of everyone how they were trying to embarrass you, mm-hmm. and people see them for who they really are, or yeah. they continue and then you just keep on going like, huh? Like you just yes. make them feel dumb. And that's the main thing is because they want a rebuttal. Yes. You don't give it to them. You just give them like Wow, that's that's weird. No, I don't understand what you're saying. Nicole Byer, <laughs> I stole this trick from Nicole. If someone says something crazy to you, she replies uh-huh. by saying, I'm sorry you're having a hard day. <sighs> like, and it like it freaks people out. It freaks people out. Oh my god, out. I gotta start using that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry you're having a hard day. Like, and it just yeah. and because then they're less like, what? 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 Yeah, they always yeah. do the Oprah, the Oh my yeah. God, what did you say? Yeah. So true. Well, I mean, that's the thing, you know, it's, again, easier said than done. You know, it's hard to not read comments and it's hard to not want to clap back. But I have been learning, especially in person, um, that one, not everything is a sisterhood, so not everyone's going to get along. Mm. But also, too, it's like, if I did nothing to you and you're just coming at me, it's very like, okay, well, here's the way to, like, diffuse it and make mm-hmm. you look like an evil cunt that you really yes. are, you know? Yes, <laughs> a trillion percent. Wait, you, you said something really, I, I want to know. So you're talking about drag and obviously, you know, RuPaul's so famous for saying drag reveals who you are. And you're, mm-hmm. cause you're talking about Queens who haven't revealed something about themselves. They need to, they need to learn something about themselves. Like, what do you feel like you learned about yourself or have you had that like big drag breakthrough of like, Oh damn, Deja Sky taught this about me. Yeah. I mean, I learned that I'm, I am actually more sensitive than I ever thought. Mm-hmm. And I've learned that, you know, to an extent, um, it's not that I care about, I don't care about what people think of my drag. I care about what people think of me as a person. Mm. So to me, it, and, and it's not even like, a, oh my God, I'm, I'm up at night being like, oh my God, why don't people blah, 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 blah. That's more or less where it's coming from. So to me, I learned that I'm actually a pretty sensitive person because for so long I had the shield of funny. Like, mm. no, I'm funny. No, you're just going to mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And, and I kept people at a distance. It was actually really hard to make long lasting relationships because I had the guard up, you know, because obviously you, you've been through a lot. So on Drag Race, first episode, when I was crying, I was like, oh, so I, I pretty much just learned, like, don't be afraid of emotions, you know, and don't mm-hmm. be afraid to voice how you're feeling um, to people that you love and really kind of be there. Because I've also always been the person that people came to for advice, mm-hmm. but rarely was I ever given the same kind of respect of when I had an issue, no one was really around to like, yeah, listen to me, you know, but yeah. I just learned that I'm, that I'm sensitive and there's nothing wrong with being sensitive. You know, I mean, I don't, I don't cry myself to sleep at night, but honestly, <laughs> what, what I do do, if you ever feel emotional and this is good advice, if you ever feel emotional, Go on YouTube and type in happy tears. <laughs> so that way you can get the emotions out, but you're, but you're crying because you're happy. For I love that. What it is. If it's, if it's little puppies, if it's, um, if it's like army people coming back from war and surprising their relatives, if totally. it's like an act of kindness. So you're feeling the emotion of getting that out, but it's like happy because then you don't feel like, 
bad afterwards. You just feel kind of just like, I'm glad I got that out moving on. You know? Oh yeah, totally. I used to do that. I used to just watch clips of Ellen and cry. And um, now I'm yeah. crying because she's screaming at me and verbally <laughs> abusing me. But um, yeah, Why I, how things have changed. Oh, the tables have turned. <laughs> Still crying. Um, yeah, I 100% get that. That is that is very good advice. I mean, I feel there's something else that's always on my cry list that I'm like, God damn, that gets me every time. Speaking of Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. I, I couldn't, like, I watched the premiere of it, but I couldn't go back to the theaters because I was like, oh, no, this is going to be bad. But yeah. then now it's on Disney Plus, and I'm like, I just watched it two nights ago. Yeah. And just, Gushed. It, it is, well, but you, you, you have come accustomed, and you loved these characters. And, like, to me, Rocket was never my favorite character. Mm, but yeah, same. But just seeing... But just seeing how much, like his backstory, seeing what yes. he's been through, it's kind of that same full circle yes. moment of that's why he had the guard up because yes. of that, you know? And then you kind of see that a little bit, even with like um, Thor, you mm-hmm. see like the reason why he's so guarded and he tries to be happy all the time. And then, but he's lost everyone he's loved. So you just, you just feel for people like that, that relatability, I feel like it's so important to Marvel, which is what DC does not have. DC is just dark and gloomy, and and they just rely on the same character every time. But they with Marvel, cannot you, figure it out. They can't. They can. I don't get it. Like D, to me, I felt like DC was the more popular one. Yeah, yeah it totally. Like but then in, in the nineties, right? Making, yeah, but then once they started making movies, Marvel had this like way of creating. A world, and I think also too, like, and this is something that like I always liked is Marvel is more fantasy in the real world as yeah. opposed to DC is real in a fake world. So it's Ooh, like very dark and gloomy, but it's in like Gotham. That's or interesting. This and that, whereas Marvel, obviously not in space, but Marvel in the U.S. would use real cities, mm-hmm. like oh they're in New York, they're in blah blah blah, they're in blah blah blah. So it was almost like it was what we wanted because we wanted to just walk out of our house and go fly. You know what I mean? So they're like, Oh, we're in California flying. So to me, that was always that like relatability slightly, but still the fantasy part. You you bring up a good point. X-Men was like, I mean, you love storm and like X-Men was so key in our childhood. Mm -hmm. Remember that X-Men cartoon? Holy shit. That theme song. Yeah. I mean, that was so good. But um, what yeah. Marvel like property do you feel like they need to like, they either need to visit for the first time or they need to redo? Like they well, need X-Men to get- for sure. Yeah. They need to redo X-Men for sure. But yeah. I think there's a, I think too, they should really dive into, because um, no one expected Guardians of the Galaxy to do as well as it did. Mm-hmm. And no one, I didn't know who Guardians of the Galaxy was. Same. They need to do more properties where you have no idea who it is. Because obviously yes. Spider-Man has been redone. Yes, my God. My so God. has X-Men, but I'm slightly biased. But mm-hmm. I think that they should visit properties that are maybe not as popular and that could become as popular as Guardians of the Galaxy. You mm-hmm. know? And I think that they could definitely do that. And also, too many shows. Too many shows. Stop with the shows. Because now your box office is like 
your secondary. Yeah. When it should be. You remember when people would line up? Yeah. For hours, get tickets yeah. months in advance. That doesn't happen anymore because there's no there's no longer a a special occasion because you can go on Disney Plus and just watch a brand new series in its entirety. And the series yeah. isn't even that good. Ooh. Like the only the only series, in my opinion, that did the damn thing was WandaVision. Yeah. Everything after that was just like, um, I kind of slightly enjoyed Moon Knight. Uh-huh. But every I tried to watch Secret Invasion and I was like, No man. What is this? No man. I liked you know? She-Hulk too. I liked She-Hulk. I just thought it was like it was, interesting. The style was can cool. I, can we have justice for She-Hulk? And the yes. reason why I'm saying this is y'all really thought yeah. that it was supposed to be taken seriously. That's what I'm y'all saying. Y'all really thought this this she's a campy fucking she's a Hulk lord. Y'all, it was right. satire. It was supposed to be camp. It was supposed to be stupid. But people are like, I can't believe. Why would they ever? Feminism, right. feminism. I'm like, oh my God, you guys. Y'all, it was literally supposed to be a fun show. Like a fun, campy show. It felt like cartoons Marvel, from the yeah. 90s. Like in a cool way. Yeah. yeah that, that was Marvel's aesthetic. Marvel was the bright, campy aesthetic. And mm-hmm. that we, we, we kind of lost it for a little bit. And mm-hmm. then She-Hulk was that, you know, but... Of course, people are going to see a woman-led show and automatically be give every single type of critique in the world. And I'm like, y'all, it was meant to be satire. It was meant to be camp. Calm mm-hmm. down. Breathe. 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 God, fans, <laughs> God, fans of everything. Fans, fans, fans of everything. Fans yeah. are bad. Um, fans fan bad. culture. <laughs> Sorry, fan culture is stupid. Um, yeah, I mean. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Because I mean, because we can't we can't say that. Well, not this and not. Yes, fan culture in right. general is bad. Like what you're saying, yeah. there's something there. We're gonna come up like I feel like we're gonna teach a class on this, or like there is a class coming up that like queer people are excited to be a part of pop culture because mm-hmm. we've been ostracized for so many years. So then, like for example, drag race culture gave us an avenue into pop culture. So then that mm-hmm. gave so many queer people that are used to being silenced an avenue into a voice. Absolutely. However, they took that voice opportunity and immediately lost their mind. Right. Yeah, it was very much the um, you did this to me, so I'm doing that to you. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. it's it's like burning a flame with a flame. That doesn't make come, you guys. We got to get it together. Yo. We we really do because I again been a ginormous fan of Drag Race before I even stepped foot. I know every single season, every contestant. Sure, but I never in my life wanted to tweet a death uh, threat or 100%. wanted to be like, "How dare you!" Obviously. It is a competition series. There's outcomes that you don't agree with and there's outcomes that you absolutely agree with. But keep it to your dang self. Yes. Like, oh, like, Have a venue for it. Have an outlet for it. But then also, mm-hmm. like, have the decency to point at yourself and go, but fuck me. Who cares? Who gives a fuck because about the me? People, the people that are fans have never set foot in a heel. Yeah. They've never put on a 301 lash. They've oh my God, never, drag uh, is so hard. It is difficult and having, and when you first start out, you're, you're making some change. Like Ugh. you've never had to do that. You're just viewing your kind of things. And that was the other thing that people were like, you're an alum. So by you talking about drag race, it makes sense because you've been in drag race. 
mm-hmm. as opposed to just a fan just making videos and stuff like that. And I'm like, there's there's opportunity for everyone. But I just feel like for me, do it in either a constructive or a positive way. Yeah. Like, don't yeah. just have a channel or don't just spew obscenities when you have Work. no idea what you're talking about and you're yeah. just evil at a kind. That's gone. That was gone with the beauty community with fucking, you know, the other... Jeffree Star and all that stuff. All that negative say, stuff is gone. Insert you know? canceled personality. It's true. Like people so get true. canceled. Just breathe. Enjoy the show. Have an opinion. Watch it with your friends. But don't tag me. Don't in tag a negative. me, boo. That doesn't make any sense. Like, mm. and then it's always as soon as as soon as you like reply anything, they always go, "Oh my god, no! I love you." I didn't think you were oh going to see that. Oh, God. And I'm like, you literally tagged. You literally tagged me. Shut like, the fuck up. Um, people, are, people are weird. People are weird. People are weird. It's true. Uh, oh, okay. We're going to talk about weird people. Um, but first, one more tiny break. Hi, listeners. Here to tell you about a very important organization called Al Otro Lado, which helps to reunify families which have been ripped apart due to our country's cruel border policies. As you know, since 2018, many people have been suffering through these policies, which have taken children away from their parents. And Al Otro Lado is working to reunify families. They've already reunified over 100 refugee families and they create legal and humanitarian support to refugees, deportees, and other migrants in the United States and Tijuana. We want you to get involved today. Help me support Al Otro Lado and donate today. You can find the link to donate to Al Otro Lado in the description of this episode below or go to gum.fm charity and donate today. You can also consider volunteering with the organization, which offers opportunities that are both in-person and virtual. The best way to get involved is by filling out an application on their website at alotrolado.org slash volunteer. That's A-L-O-T-R-O-L-A-D-O dot org slash volunteer. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Are you seeing some triggering ads on social media? Stuff about summer bodies, stuff about the diet cleanse, stuff about trimming down. Fuck that noise. That stuff is triggering for me, and I assume it's triggering for someone else listening. That's why I use BetterHelp. BetterHelp allows me to get in touch with a licensed professional therapist who can help me recharge, who can help me de- decrap my brain because those negative images and slogans can really creep in and give me negative body talk. You know what I mean? Any form of negative self-talk that is traumatic for me. And um, thankfully, I'm using these tools and being honest about them and articulating them in a way that takes the power away from them. If you're thinking about therapy, you should give BetterHelp a try because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you do is fill out a brief questionnaire. You get matched with a licensed therapist and you can even switch therapists anytime at no additional charge. That's how I found my personal therapist. I found my sweet spot with BetterHelp. So go visit BetterHelp.com slash drag her today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash drag her. Go find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Bring back my break. 
Oh, hello. That's that's my husband. Um, oh. Hi, husband. Um, hi. Uh, we're back. Bring back my break, Deja. I, I have to, you went to Greece recently. I did. Wait, did you have fun? Did you do or is it just an Athens? Girl, I got so melanated. You got the melanination. Um, okay, I was in. I Athens want you to go to the islands. To, okay, we did. We well, well, we went to Mykonos, and then we went to a couple of islands on like a a cruise. Fun. So it was amazing. Um, I fun. became obsessed with chicken souvlaki, like amazing. Obsessed. Yum, tzatziki um, and a yiro bread. Mama, it was so good. Also. Greece has the most beautiful men I've ever seen in my life. Mm, like, I'm telling you, everywhere I looked, there was not one person yeah. that I wouldn't have just got on my knees for. Like, yeah. it was she has a type. beautiful, hairy, be- yeah. bearded, and like, yeah. dark. I get it. Oh, yeah. it I so do beautiful. get it. It's like you yeah. were like, you and a. A sailor with a cigarette out, coming mm-hmm. out of his mouth and his dirty forearms. Yeah. Ooh. It's so beautiful. Yeah. And then I yes. also learned, um, actually, I already forgot the terms, but it was really funny because I had a layover in Germany yeah. and everyone was saying, hello, hello, everywhere, right? Yeah. So then I took that, I took that to Greece and the people I was with, <laughs> I was with uh, Pythia from Canada. Love. Love. And Love. so whenever I said, hello, she would know that I was, like flirting or like saying hello to like a hot guy. Right, 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 so right, right. Like, so that I would be like, hello, and she would go. Because she would see who it was. And it like was so intercept cute. with Greek, being like, yes, yeah. this is Deja Sky, Tikani, Skalai, Seste. Yeah. Yes. I Very love. Nice. I swear I learned like the basic things, but I. And they're gone. I have short term memory. I have short term memory. It'll come back when you return. Yeah. Oh, I'm going back next year, Mama. Hello. Ooh, I went. We. I yeah. think I was there at the same time. Me and Nicole were in Mykonos at the really? end of July. I. We could have been there the exact same damn time. Totally. Did you go into uh, the nude beach at, at Mykonos? We didn't. We were close to the nude beach. Okay. But well, I it's was not like, really. It's not really a nude beach. It's more like a nude area. Area. Yeah. Um. But. But something about Greece, it awakened. Did you like, get naked? Uh, I got fully naked. Work, fully bitch. naked. Work. I was just living my life, snorkeling with the fish. Um, I, I mean, m- maybe it was because um, we were there for like bear week. So maybe I was seeing like guys with similar oh, body okay. I love like, that. So just, I was just a like, little okay, something cool. to make it feel less yeah, intense. Because I mean, but honestly, in general, like when I go to any any pool or any... I have my shirt off. I don't care. But fully yeah. naked, I never thought I would do that. That was just yeah. with the nature. I love it. Was that. Hot. It was <sighs> it was so gorgeous. Beautiful. It'll waters. do that. It'll do that. It does. It, it, it the spirit awakens for sure. The spirit awakens. <laughs> Deja, you're killing it in Vegas right now. Before I let you go, I want to know: Will you ever return to the show? To the sure. The show? Would you consider? Yeah, of course, it? I will. I will definitely return when when the timing is right. Yeah. Um, I just feel like going back prematurely is kind of dumb. I know that there are a lot of girls that feel strikes the iron when it's hot. Mm-hmm. I just feel like how you are one portrayed and also how you do will follow you throughout your entire career because. People yeah. know me for 14. I was consistent. I was the yeah girl like that. Yeah. 
Yeah. What if I, the thing is, if what if I go on all stars prematurely? Yeah. And I, and I get eliminated first, then I'm going to be known as that 14 will be overshadowed. Yeah, that's so true. So that's the scary part. Now, if it was a non-elimination. That hypothetically speaking. Yeah. It was more of like an incentive. It's more of like, okay, all the thousands of dollars that you put into the show of your looks, you get to show off your looks. That's the main reason I have talked to countless. Yeah. Yeah. Countless alum. And I'm like, why haven't you returned? And and of course they've asked them. And yeah. maybe me. Um, uh-huh. And well, they go straight into, well, I don't want to go home first, you know, or I, I'm spending yeah. thousands of dollars on looks. Yeah. And yet I probably won't be able to show them. That's the risk that you don't have on regular directors. Because now yeah. as an all-star, you are hopefully established as an entertainer mm-hmm. and you don't want it to ruin that everything you've built for, like everything you've worked hard for, especially girls that have been unscathed for mm-hmm. years with no controversy, just fans, 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 fans. What if they go back and I don't yeah. know, they become a bitch or they end not in the place that people thought there was because now there's expectation. That's like, so if real. You, if you were top, what, five up? If you were top five? Totally. You better be top five or people are going to be like, they don't want to crucify you. It's pretty crazy. I'm it's like, so y'all. Scary. <laughs> uh, again, be nice. Be, but I know be what you nice. mean. Like you... You were you were really loved on your season. You were really fun. You you got that classic like fun. You were like a rock. You were like that emotional rock. Yes, I was like the mom of the group for sure. Yeah, people definitely. Yeah, people definitely saw that. They were like, you know, I may not like that, that blah blah blah, but they're like, I love her personality. She's just lovable. So at least I got that out of it. At least I got more of like, I really enjoy her personality. So right, hey, it's something, and it's something that will not change. So yeah. that's good. Um, and I also don't think I have anything, quote unquote, besides a roast. I don't think I have anything, quote unquote, to like prove when I go back. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, I, I just want it to be at the perfect timing. I feel like 14 was the perfect timing for me. And mm-hmm. I want to continue that with an all-star. And I will definitely do an all-star before I do a versus the world first like i definitely want to do an all-star first because i feel like versus the world is more or less like that last hurrah you know and i feel yeah like that last kind of just like sure i'll do it why not why not why in the juju be not who cares you know that yeah but yeah i definitely want to just i mean of course i i I literally miss it i was just talking to jasmine kennedy about this i was like we miss on drag race but it's more or less like it's got to be that perfect timing. Gotta be that I'm happy. Timing. Well, I'm. I can't wait. I know the the fans can't wait. Um, I can't. I hope you. I hope you become a monster and you become a villain <laughs> the next time you're back. No! <laughs> <laughs> a fun I'm villain. Become, I'm gonna become like you know. That's the thing. I like villains as long as they have a redeeming quality. Like right, like Beyonce, Raven. Yes, Bianca yes. Raven. They they have redeeming qualities. They're like fun villains. You know, yes. they're just not just an asshole. There's redeeming qualities to them. Like, yeah. y'all, y'all, if there was not one villain on the show, you would hate it. Yeah. Yep. You would be bored. You'd be like, mm-hmm. there's no this, there's no that. But then yeah. when there's a villain, you still hate it. And I'm like, oh my God, there's no, there's no, there's no, there's no winning. So fan, 
fans, please breathe. We love drag race just like you. Breathe. Let it let it play out. And then and then truly go out and go out, walk children in nature, go decompress, Mm -hmm. come back to the show. Do something <laughs> yeah. on your own. Have a personality. Be creative. Suck a dick. Shut the fuck up. Go do something. That's the best way to shut someone up. Yeah, just. <laughs> um, <laughs> Deja, remind us what where we can support you and like where we where we support you. Where are we coming to see you? How much longer are you in Vegas? All that stuff. Yes. Okay. So I live in Vegas now. So you can come see me at Drive Race Live or the Drag Brunch at Senior Frog. You can find me on all my social media under Deja Sky, and of course my YouTube channel. I'm really trying to get. I I I, I have a goal of 50k subscribers by the end of the year. Yes. So I'm really trying to meet that. Yes. Um. So yeah. So yeah. That's where you can find me. Okay. We'll put those links below. So click below if you're listening. Um. Yeah, Deja, you're unbelievable and amazing. Um. Oh, thank oh my you. god. Well, I can't wait to see you again in in real life person. Um, yeah. Um. I have a million questions for you, but we're, they'll have to wait because we're out of time. <laughs> we're out of time. It's going to be on the next episode. It's going to be a part two at some a point. A part two. <laughs> I'll just say really quickly how funny. I was in Vegas during the um, Renaissance weekend. Yeah. And the, ama- the number of women wearing silver that also had throw up in their hair um, <laughs> was staggering um it was a very funny weekend to be there because everyone's like i'm i'm beyonce i'm fierce this weekend and then two hours later yeah barefoot in the vegas street vomit on your sequin dress i've I've seen so many videos of um really smart people selling flats outside of the concert afterwards that is how you make your first million Self-class <laughs> after the Renaissance Beyonce concert, honey. Yes, 100%. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I'll adore Thank you. you. so much for having me. Thank, Thank you for you. coming on. Okay. Till next time. <gasps> Let the music play. Is this where we dance? This is oh, where we dance. Not- this is a main event. Are you ready? <laughs> 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 was a HeadGum original.